0: Another digital citizen.
1: Another
2: digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital
0: citizen. Another digital citizen.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Fro. With me, I have Luke. Hi, Luke. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. Hi. Hi.
0: How's your week been? Uh, busy. It's, busy? Yeah. Just running around doing stuff in the garden and finally working a little bit and, you know, yeah, busy. Yeah. I have been allowed out this week. Oh. So you're allowed to leave yeah. your apartment for the first time in months, right?
2: <laughs> yes. In three months. <laughs> I haven't been out of the apartment for three fucking months. So I took a, a small little walk in uh, the park. Oh, that's nice. Uh, yeah. Anything special? Just... Did it feel no, good to be
0: outside,
2: or yeah, yeah, yeah? Enjoying the uh, the sun, uh, getting to realize that I'm so out of shape that uh, I don't really know how to get <laughs> in worse shape form. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I have taken three steps. <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But it it gotta feel weird being outside
2: after three months. Oh yeah. It felt it felt extremely weird, and I also felt very like blessed in 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 that way. Right, just like oh, it's good it's good to be able to go out. Now that I'm able to go out, I'm probably not going to go out anyway. <laughs> because...
0: You're not going to the movie theater anytime soon.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, like, okay, so cramp spaces is going to be a little, like, uh, I talked uh, to to my doctor, so I'm allowed to go out, out. Right. I just have to stay, stay away from humans. Right, so uh, wide open areas, so, yeah. Right, yeah, so um, being stuck inside a cinema where there could be People with respiratory cases isn't that smart. And I'm, to be honest, I don't really want to do it. There's nothing in the cinema right now. That's true. Because not, nothing... Right. Uh, nothing is really showing that I'm interested in. I've seen it like three months ago. There, there There's nothing new in the cinema. Right. There's not coming any new cinema. So why the fuck would I go to the cinema? Like... Makes absolutely no sense.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, 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 there's other things you that are like, you know, going to a restaurant, going to the cafe, things like that that you yeah. still aren't going to yeah. be able to do, but you'll be able to do them someday, right? So, there you go. Yeah. You yeah. can always get takeout from no. a restaurant or something like that now, which is nice.
2: Yeah, I actually did uh, take a coffee. Outside, it was like the weather has been so nice as well, other than today when it's been raining. Uh, But yeah, no, uh, I even got to like uh, some physical help, like with uh, 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 a lady from the uh, place where I live. Uh, I've uh, become friends with, uh, and we go like. For for walks, so it's like nice. We just have to keep a meter distance. Right. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Or Whatever. Two meters or whatever it is. Yeah. Right. Just keep some distance. I'm not going to lick her boots anyway. So. Right.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh, I went to the store this week. Uh. Yeah. And I got a soda, so we could do a soda review. No. no. Really? Mm-hmm. Well what? what kind of soda do you have there? I've got Mountain Dew, Zero Sugar, Baja Blast. So it this apparently what, came what? out Blast? it came out a month and a half ago. It came out at the okay. end of March. I'll so March. Off. Say that again, sorry, what? I was talking. You said Baha. Bahala blast. Here, let me finish, and I'll 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 tell you everything. Okay, all all at once, I'll tell you. <laughs> okay, this came out uh, in America in March twenty second, twenty third, March twenty third. So this came out not too long ago, really. It's Taco Bell original. This is a Taco Bell uh, branded Mountain Dew. <laughs> Zero sugar wow. Baja Blast, and I gotta say, being in quarantine, one of the only things I actually missed was Taco Bell. So I'm looking forward to this.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but what is Baja? What is Baja? Baja? It's a place in Mexico. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> ba- Baja Mexico. I didn't know. There, they have the race, the
2: Baja the 500 or whatever it is. What is the the race? The only race I have heard of uh, that has a name is the Indy Five Thousand or whatever it is. The Baja One Thousand, right? It's like a
0: okay. truck race. It's super famous. It's like one of the most famous races in
2: the world. I would say. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm so interested in cars and and things like that. You know, so.
0: <laughs> right, but it, yeah, you, you, I think you would have heard it. It's like super famous. You know what I'm saying? No. Nope. Uh, or or the, or the actual city Baja. I think there's Baja California as well. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, but that's what they're going for. It. You don't have Taco Bell in uh Norway, do you?
2: No, we don't.
0: Okay, so Taco Bell has a signature Baja Blast, which they've had since okay. I, I want to say 2005, probably. So. It, it's, but okay. it's only been in... Only in Taco Bell. Only. Uh, and it was always just uh, Mountain Dew Baja Blast. And there was never a diet version. And now okay. I have a 20-ounce bottle of Baja Blast Zero Sugar, which I've never had. I've had the the kind... Uh, the regular Baja Blast, and I've had the kind in Taco Bell, like fou- the fountain version. But this is right, the Zero sugar version, so let's open this up.
2: There we go. Ooh! Sounded like some carbonation, but not a lot. Yeah, Baja Blast usually isn't that carbonated.
0: It's usually very sweet. Okay. It has a very specific flavor. Um Okay, let's try this out. Well, let's smell it first. Does it smell like Mountain Dew? No, it smells like Baja Blast, though. Like, Mountain Dew Baja Blast is, like, a very specific soda that, like... Okay. That's why it's always been Taco Bell-branded thing is because it's, like, their signature soda that nobody else has. Okay, let's try it out. Okay.
2: Mmm. I love listening to people drink.
0: Well, it definitely tastes zero sugar. It
1: doesn't
0: taste, like... The full-calorie
2: Baja Blast, that's for sure. Aww. Uh, uh, I'm not surprised. You little dis- are you a little disappointed in in the flavor?
0: Uh, I don't really... Like, Baja Blast is too sugary for me. So this is actually better. Oh. Um. Okay. But it does taste really artificial. Um, Like the... Whatever the zero-sugars are using. Let's see... See if I can read what the zero sugar thing they're using is. Um, Let me guess.
2: Aspartame. <laughs> That's
0: like su- the first thing I got. Sucrose. There must be a oh, sucrose. Okay. Uh Yeah. It doesn't taste like uh you know Pepsi Max I think has aspartame. and it ha- it does it doesn't really t- This Price. it doesn't really taste diet. This kind of tastes diety like a diet Pepsi compared to a Pepsi Max. Uh, uh, I don't know. It's not great, but like, uh, I'll give it a. I'm gonna give it a four out of ten.
2: I'm. It, it's not great. Ooh, but uh, yeah, for me, I've never have tasted anything with the bar hot uh, taste. But how would you explain it to me other than it's a uh, sweet? Does well, it? Well, have you have had Mountain like Dew? Anything? Yes.
0: Uh, it's like a fruity, fruitier Mountain Dew. Is it more lemony or more? Uh, what? imagine blue Gatorade mixed with Mountain Dew. Okay. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yes. Yeah. I I know blue Gatorade. Yes.
0: It's kind they of, ga- it's, it's got that fruity yeah. flavor from the blue Gatorade, but it's also got the Mountain Dew flavor in the background. Right. Yeah. That's kind of. So mixed together. Yeah, that's kind of the combination, I'd say. That doesn't really sound like a bad taste,
2: to to be honest.
0: People love the original Baja Blast. Um, And I'm assuming that's why Taco Bell decided to, you know, uh, actually bottle it. I mean, I've had the 20-ounce bottles of the original Baja Blast in the past. This is the first time I've seen it zero sugar anywhere. So I picked it up. Mm. I mean, even on the bottle, it still says new. So this came out like a month ago. Um, yeah, I mean, or what? Two months ago, I guess. At this point, it's all right. Uh, I honestly wouldn't recommend it. If if you like Baja Blast, I'd say get the regular Baja Blast. Uh, and if you want a caffeinated diet soda, this is probably not the one. That's that's my oh, uh, well. that's my pick.
2: Okay, that's too bad. <laughs> <sighs> I'll keep Doesn't drinking it throughout like... the
0: show. Uh, the, it needs more yeah. carbonation as well, like you mentioned earlier. Uh, not much carbonation in this thing. Yeah, it sounded a
2: little, a little like it. It sounded a little flat, to be honest. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, I mean, M- Mountain Dew itself is not the most carbonated soda out there no. to begin with, no, right? So yeah, uh,
2: no. Uh, that's one of the reasons why I, I like it as much as I do. And I I actually kind of like the Mountain Dew uh, non-sugar one as well. I think that isn't too bad.
0: Yeah, and most people say that it's like the worst soda, Diet Mountain Dew. But I, I don't mind it. Yeah, I don't mind it
2: either. Anyway, uh, so uh, we're not going to do the Corona shock anymore because guess what? That is what we said uh, some weeks ago. When When it's allowed for me to go out, we will stop covering it. So I'm going to
0: ceremoniously delete it from our run sheet right now. (laughs) There you go.
2: I mean, the the numbers are still high. Stay inside if you are uh, not told that you can go outside. I think everybody pretty
0: much is told they can go outside at this point. Uh, I I just read this morning on Twitter that Washington DC is going to uh, be opening up bars
2: and restaurants so hmm well I can't wait to 50% of the population of America can't vote because they're dead
0: (laughs) that would be a hindrance to voting being dead Hmm.
2: talking about outside and the corona uh, stuff uh, what about the world health organization is new this week Uh, World Health
0: Organization halts hydrochloroquine trial for coronavirus amid safety fears. Uh, They said they will temporarily drop hydrochloroquine, a malaria drug Donald Trump said he is taking as a precaution from a global Mm -hmm. study in experimental coronavirus treatments after safety concerns. The director general said in light of papers published last week in The Lancet that show people taking hydrochloroquine were at higher risk of death and heart problems than those who were not, it would pause the hydrochloroquine arm of its uh, Solidarity Global Clinical Trial.
2: So you're saying this doesn't really work? Uh...
0: He said concerns related to the use of hydrochloroquine and chloroquine for COVID-19, adding these drugs were accepted treatments for people with mal- malaria and autoimmune diseases. So that's why they thought it might work, because it worked for other mm. other diseases, I guess. Uh, but they are saying right. that it showed people were at higher risk of death and heart problems uh, if they do take it.
2: Isn't that a little like cutting off your your toe and taking aspirin for it because aspirin works for pain isn't it a little like that when the problem is that your toe is fucking off
0: yeah but i mean you see any of the drug commercials here in america and like the last half of the commercial is all Oh, do you have dirty fingernails? We've got a drug, but it also causes you to bleed anally and right. have <laughs> erupting, yeah.
2: vomiting. Right, right. You want nice nails? Well, you go to shit yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Ask your doctor if good nails ink is good for you. Yeah, no, I have seen some of those uh, shit commercials, uh, but. Uh, I guess I, I guess I I think it's kind of um, uh, sad because uh, I was talking to someone that said that he didn't think that uh, the world would open entirely befo- before there was a vaccine or at least something to take against this corona thing. And I totally agree. I think it's, it's impossible to open everything because there all, has to be some safety concerns of uh, this uh, spreading again. I mean, that's what I'm mostly afraid of when it comes to, to Norway and other countries. Is like opening things too too, too widen up for too many people will create a situation where we all of a sudden have to close things down again, and then there will be an even longer period of closing time.
0: Right, I, I don't. I think, uh, some people are thinking about that, and other people are just thinking about, uh, money concerns, and that's that's the mm-hmm. issue more than anything else. Um, well, I we can only just see what happens, you know. If the people who are so worried about money, if we do get a second wave of things, that's only gonna hurt whatever stock market or whatever you're concerned about even more. Uh, than we are than it is now already, if we, if we get a second wave of things, so I we just have to see what happens. I, I really don't know. Uh, it does say here numerous trials are underway of two drugs ag- uh, against coronavirus, but neither of these drugs has proven treatment. The U.S. National he- National Health Institute is also running a clinical trial to establish whether the drug administered with Antibiotics and azithromycin uh, can prevent hospital admissions and deaths from COVID-19.
2: Say that 6 times fast. I don't <laughs> even think I got that right, but <laughs> So what is the most stupid thing you could do if you're under lockdown? Um, what about taking a road trip around the country? That would be pretty stupid, wouldn't it? It would be, yeah. So go. Let's go to the UK. Who have done it? Who has done it in the UK? Uh,
0: British leader Boris Johnson's powerful chief aide insisted Monday that he wouldn't resign after driving the length of Eng- England while the country was under strict <laughs> wow. lockdown, uh, a trip he made without informing the prime minister. He said, "The government is facing a tide of anger from politicians and the public over the." Revelations that Dominic Cummings traveled more than 250 miles or 400 kilometers from London to his parents' home in Durham, uh, northeast England, at the end of March. Cummings says he traveled so that the extended family could care for his son uh, if he and his wife, who had suspected suspected coronavirus, if they had both fallen ill. He said the three of them stayed in isolation
2: in a building on his father's farm. Yeah. But uh, his trip came uh, after the government imposed the strict stay-at-home order, so uh, he has, of course, broken his own country's rules, so it doesn't really look good when you're uh, the chief aide and you do something stupid like this. Uh, Right, he
0: says he didn't tell the prime minister who who... Uh, oh, this is right before... I guess he left right bef- uh, right when Boris Johnson had been diagnosed. So that's what the time right. period. Uh, he didn't tell him about his decision to leave London because he was ill himself, meaning Boris Johnson, and he had huge hmm. problems to deal with himself, is what he said. I don't regret
2: what I did, Cummings said, uh, though he... Uh, co- uh, Acknowledgement that reasonable people might disagree with his action. We are reasonable people. That's the first time I've been called that in a long time.
0: It says some scientists say Cummings' behavior would uh, definitely make it harder to enforce continued social distancing. Of course, I think that's the real like it's. It's not necessarily it's such a bad... big deal, except that he's a a leader who's supposed to be setting an example, and he's not. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, But, um, well, at least it's not like we can destroy the Earth another way. I mean, we have the coronavirus. (laughs) What else could could we destroy the Earth with? Uh, Let's see, nuclear bombs, for
1: example?
0: Yeah, speaking of uh, leaders not showing a good example, U.S. security officials consider (laughs) returning to nuclear testings after 28 years uh, hiatus. I 28 yeah. years is not that much. I would have thought it was more than that. That's not even my lifetime. Like we were doing no. we were doing tests in what, the 80s, the 90s, something like that. Uh, right. US officials have debated whether to carry out the first nuclear test in 28 years as a way to pressure Russia and China to make a trilateral arms control deal, according to congressional aides and former officials. They said the discussion took place at a deputies meeting of senior national security officials at the White House, but that the proposal was shelved for the time being. There are still some professionals in the room who told them this is a terrible idea, uh, a congressional aide said. Uh, The discussion was first reported Friday by the Washington Post, which cited a senior administration official as saying that a demonstration to Moscow and Beijing that the United States could carry out a rapid test could you, could be a useful bargaining counter in achieving in, oh, the administration's priority in arms control, a triatlateral deal with Russia and
2: China? I love, I love how it says here. there This is a quote from, from a con, uh, Congressional Aid. There are still some professionals in the room who told them this is a terrible idea, thank God. I'm like, yeah, it is a terrible idea. Let me guess uh, whose idea it was. Does his first name begins with a, T, a D, you think, and his last name begins with a D? Hmm.
0: Possibly. Uh, it says here, U- the U.S. has accused both Russia and China of carrying out very low-yield tests in secret, but both countries have denied these <laughs> accusations. Uh, so... Yeah, we, I mean, what it comes down to is we were, th- at least the Trump administration was thinking about uh, just blowing up a nuclear bomb, not not really necessarily to like test whether it will work or not, or how big it is, it's not really a test or anything in the natural thought process of what you think a test is, they were just going to do it to be like, hey, uh, we're flexing our muscles here uh,
2: at Russia and China, right? Right. That's that's what I think, uh, at least. Uh, it's just like, it, it is going to just... Uh, they, they are trying to show their muscles. That's what they are trying to do. Uh, China has, like, no
0: nuclear missiles compared to us. We've got, like, right. hundreds, and they have, like... Or we have like thousands, I mean, and they have like hundreds, something like that. Uh, Speaking of China, China proposes controversial Hong Kong security law. Uh, Isn't it weird? Last week, we talked about the Hong Kong protests. (laughs) Just that we totally talked about it at random, not like Mm -hmm. we weren't thinking about this at all. But China is proposing to introduce a new security law in Hong Kong that could ban sedation, secession and subversion. The move is likely to provoke a strong opposition, in, in internationally and in Hong Kong, which last year was rocked by months of pro-democracy protests. Uh, China delayed the National People's Congress, its legislature, which will debate the issue when it opens again on Friday. Chinese media said the move to defend national security—oh, is to defend national security—but opponents say it could be
2: the end of Hong Kong altogether. <coughs> what do you think about that that? Doesn't, yeah, that doesn't sound like a good idea at all I, the China doesn't like to be pushed <laughs> like around they, they, don't, they don't really have a very history of liking that right uh, there's
0: been talk as, as to whether or not the protests in Hong Kong are being backed by the US um, right Right here it says President Donald Trump said the U.S. would react strongly if China followed through with these proposals as well. Um, I don't know. I don't know how how much I know necessarily about uh, who's backing the protests in Hong Kong, but I know the people that are actually in the streets believe what they're doing is for their own good. Who are the people that are behind it, though? You know what I mean? I, that I don't know. Right.
2: Yeah, um, talking about China, uh, it, it warns the U.S. pushing re- relegations to the brick of Cold War. I mean, this is serious stuff. It is, really. The United States is pushing... Uh, um, uh, I can't read today. Relegation? Relations. There you see, I got treated today with China to the brick of, of new war. China's foreign minister said Sunday uh, rejecting Washington lies over uh, coronavirus while saying Beijing w- was open to international effort to find th- its source. Uh, keeping up worsening uh, war of words with Washington over the pandemic and Beijing's move to tighten control over Hong Kong. Wang Yi uh, said the uh, United States had been infected by political virus compelling figures uh, there to continually attack China. So it's not only the other news, it's this as well. It's like the, your relationship with China is not getting better. Uh, It has come to our attention that some political forces in the United States are taking China-U.S. relations hostage and pushing our two countries to the brink of a new Cold War, Wang told reporters during a press conference at China's week-long annual parliamentary session.
0: This goes back to when we were talking about uh, how uh, the anti-lockdown protesters were, like, being pushed to be uh, super anti-China. And just, uh, you know, Trump was like, the the China virus, the China virus, this and that. And I was like, now we have a situation where all the Republicans are ready to go to war with China and all the Democrats are ready to go to war with Russia. And now China is even saying we're on the brink of Cold War. I would suggest that we've been in a Cold War for probably the last 4
1: years. <laughs> mhm.
2: Yeah, no, I would agree. I think I think but I think the the problem is that uh, you now have two unstable leaders. Like you already had an unstable leader in China and now you have an unstable leader in the United States as well, so the relationship is getting more, and more well, I think nuclear because of that?
0: We were in a somewhat of a Cold War with Russia for the last bunch of years, and now everything is uh, coming to a head in China as well. And it, right, it, it, those two uh, are somewhat allies, right? Um, and they're also somewhat allied with like Iran, Iran, and Iran is. Uh, allied with Venezuela, and so all these things, they're all connected when you really look at it. Uh, speaking of which, the uh, first Iranian oil tanker docks in Venezuela. Uh, the first of five o- Iranian oil tankers carrying much-needed gasoline and oil has docked in Venezuela. A second one enters its waters. The government said on Monday amid concerns in Washington over uh, the relationship uh, between Iran and Venezuela, Uh, Mm. images of the arrival of the first ship at a refinery in El Plata Plaito. uh, We were were going and winning. Wrote oil minister. Wrote the oil minister. Uh, The Fortune arrived in Venezuela's territorial waters on Saturday night, escorted by
2: the Venezuelan Navy yeah i can i think this is interesting it's uh it's interesting to see see uh who supports Ira- uh, venezuela i don't know what uh, iran's interest in venezuela would be though
0: uh, iran and venezuela have had a close relationship sim- relationship since the late socialist leader hugo chavez took power in caracas in 1999. The U.S. has imposed Ah. sanctions on Venezuelan oil exports, starving the government uh, of President Nicolas Maduro of vital income. Venezuela has been in recession for the last six years. Its economy is in shambles, and its citizens are struggling with shortages of basic necessities, such as food and medicine. And then also this week, I sent you an article, uh, just an extra little article about this. Um, Mm -hmm. They turned off... Direct TV in Venezuela, uh, which which is, I guess, one of the places that they broadcast uh, soccer or football there, and Venezuela is really big into, like, that's one of the biggest things, so they're unable to see that, and uh, it's just another way that the U.S. is putting sanctions on the country and just trying to, we're trying to destroy this country uh, so we can overtake it. So childish. But it's also it's it's pushing this whole Cold War thing with like well not even Cold War but like a a kind of Bay of Pigs thing. And we've got this China thing happening. We've also got this we're battling Russia because of the Russia Gate thing. And now uh, we also are. I mean remember we blew up that uh, Iranian military general and now they're helping out Venezuela the country we're trying to overtake it's like there there's like a group of people a uh, group of countries that we are trying to battle right now as the United States and I don't see this ending up well for anybody involved
2: <laughs> no no but they they want oil it reminds me still of the Bush days where 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 we had the lies of mass destruction uh, in in uh, in Iraq and, and things like that. I mean, uh, uh, the whole thing with Saddam Hussein, it's uh, like he wasn't a nice guy, but he didn't have weapons of mass destruction. Like, it's very clear. And I mean, like, n- not to get too political, but yes, I will. Uh... It reminds me of the situation we have now. And now we have uh, um, uh, two nominees for presidential uh, thing. One called Trump and one called uh, uh, Joe Biden. Um, I think it's interesting uh, uh, to ask this question. Do you uh, believe, Tara Reid?
0: I believe that there's invest that it needs to be investigated. Uh, yeah. do you,
2: I, I don't know. I, 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 uh, spoiler alert for the TV round, but I've seen the Jeffrey Epstein, uh, documentary today because it came out today. And, um, uh uh it was very it was very moving for me to, to see people coming out with their story and things like that. I think there's too many coincidences uh that kind of proves that Biden did something wrong. Uh but I I, I don't know. does that mean that uh you shouldn't vote for him?
0: I I think the Initial problem we all had with the Tara Reid thing was the double standard in the media, right. more than anything else. Like, yes, the we Tara Reid needs to that needs to be investigated. We need to figure out if it's true or not. But the initially, what the problem was, Tara Reid went to a Me Too organization to try to get them to help her with the situation. They refused to help her. She tried to go to the media. Right. The media. Tr- chose not to cover it and she had to go to a podcast to actually tell her story that's when we were like something's why are why isn't nobody talking about this when uh we've gone through so many years of the me too thing and if anything anybody else this situation happened to it'd be all up in the news so the double standard was the real biggest issue with the whole situation uh voting for joe biden is like uh if that's if that's your big issue for voting is that you you're you don't want to vote for somebody who uh, you believe did something like that then that's your biggest issue if that's your biggest issue then yes uh, don't vote mm. for Biden that's what I say uh, yeah if it, if it is proven 100% true I'm I wouldn't vote for Biden it hasn't been proven a hundred percent true Biden continues to do more and more terrible shit every week, though. I mean, remember this is the same guy who called a guy fat and then, uh, told him or challenged him to a push-up contest because the guy challenged right. him. Remember, this is not. Yes. This guy is not. Uh, he's just not a good guy, right? But neither is Trump. So it's it's that catch twenty two. Like, do I not vote or do I vote for somebody who's terrible? Um, and the lesser of two evils again, you know what I mean? So, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like I yeah, said last well, I week, won't. it's like, I might vote for Biden, or I might not vote for president, but still vote for all the other, you know, state election stuff I have to vote for in November. Um, right. I don't know. I don't know where I'm at yet.
2: And will there be a, a thing in November? And how will that thing be in November? With the Corona thing as well, Trump That's is saying gonna, he he's saying that uh,
0: he's gonna force states to uh, allow people to go to the, go voting instead of doing mail-in ballots because the Republicans are apparently okay. super against mail-in ballots, even though why here in Oregon we've had mail-in ballots for <laughs> years,
2: right? And nobody's cared yeah. about it here in Oregon, so I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, uh, uh, why are we talking about Joe Biden this week? Right, Joe Biden, an- another giant
0: gaffe, I would say one of the biggest of this cycle so far. I mean, he's gaffed so many times, uh, some of them that the media haven't hasn't even covered, but at least they covered this. I got to give him credit, like the MSNBCs and the CNNs actually covered this one,
2: right, Fro? Right, yeah, even them, I couldn't... Get away from this. Right. Biden uh, went on a radio show
0: uh, with Charlemagne the God. Uh, he did an interview on Friday with the prom- prominent black radio host uh, about his outreach to black voters. Uh, Joe Biden said, let me find the quote. So that, he said, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. That's what he said to this guy, Fro. What do you think about that?
2: That is pretty atrocious. Uh, to saying that to a black man.
0: Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think it shows the entitlement more than anything. It's. It's. Yeah. We were talking last week about the whole idea of, like... Uh, it's a binary choice and this idea Mm -hmm. that I think he thinks that Biden's putting it across like a binary choice. It's either you pick me or Trump. And if you, if you pick, if you don't pick me, then you're not, you're not a black person. That, that part doesn't make any sense, but I think what he's saying is, uh, yeah, it's just offensive, isn't it? There's no way to like rationalize it without it being offensive.
2: He's trying to say that. Oh, uh, then you don't support yourself. If you vote for Trump and you're black, you you uh, vote against your own color.
1: Right,
0: but I, but he's, he's missing the whole idea
2: say. that like you can
0: just not vote. Is that's what that was right. my point last time? And f- what something like forty percent of America in the last presidential election didn't vote. So it's not <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, for him to say, "Oh, you're either for me or for Trump," it's like uh, if you're gonna say this about me, I'm just not gonna vote for either of you. How about that?
2: That's what I. That's what I would say. Uh, his comment was echoed by uh, Tim uh, Scott, a Black Republican. This is the most arrogant, considered comment I have heard in a long time. He's saying that uh, 1.3. A million uh, african-americans that are not black who the heck he, uh, does he think he said said a uh, Cor- uh, South Carolina lawmaker so that voted for Trump in, in 2016 so yeah I don't I don't know how Okay, so uh,
0: Biden said uh, he later expressed regret for the Cavalier comment. Uh, he said in an 18-minute interview, he stressed his ties with the black community, noting he is overwhelming win this year in South Carolina's presidential primary, a state where the Democratic electorate is more than 60% African American. Uh, he said, I won every single county. I won the largest share of the black vote that anybody had, including Barack so his, right. his defense of saying this is that, oh, but, yeah, but black people like me.
2: Yeah. Uh,
0: speaking of yeah. which, uh, I can't believe this. He said this at the same time that just today we're seeing some massive, massive protests between police and protesters in Minneapolis. Uh, Fro. Uh, we're seeing this. This is kind of breaking uh, after a video of uh, George Floyd uh, being killed by policemen. Uh, as he said, I can't breathe. As a policeman, kneeled on his neck. So these protests are happening right. right now, right after Joe Biden said, "Uh, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black." So
2: that's always good. Hmm. So this guy we talked about uh, in the news, uh, uh, Dominic Cummings, he's being. Ble- <laughs> It's been blocked on Twitter because anti-porn filter stops Dominic Cummings trending on Twitter. The name of the PM's age would Oh, box, yeah. Which has led to a variety of misspelled <laughs> hashtags. That is kind of funny. Because his last name is Cummings, he's not trending on Twitter even though people are talking you about it. You could post it. porn on
0: Twitter. I don't know why it would... You know what I mean? I d- I know, Uh, uh,
2: but yeah, no, that's kind of funny. Anyway, uh, we have a video this week. I have no clue what this video is about. Can you explain it to me? Uh, Boy in Italy stays calm
0: as a bear emerges behind him. So let's go ahead and check this out. Uh, I have watched part of this. Have you seen any of this, bro? No, I have not. Okay, it's pretty interesting. Go ahead and give me a countdown. Okay. In three, two, one, play. Vieni,
2: Ale. Hey, hey. Eh? Si, la sto facendo,
0: vieni. Italian, sopim, morini,
2: morano. Oh my, oh my god, I would be so fucking scared. (laughs) Look
0: at that, look at the size of that thing. (laughs) (laughs) There's a little kid, and like, he's walking down a hill, and then behind him there's like, brush. And from the brush, there comes out this bear. It's got to be, what, 2,000, 2,500
2: pounds, maybe? Yeah, something like that.
0: And the little kid is just slowly walking away, very calmly. Yeah. And the bear just stood up oh on his hind legs. I <laughs> Listen to the boy as well. He's like, Aah. You can hear his mom in the background freaking out, but the yeah. dad, I think, or whoever this guy is with the camera is just like, stay calm, <laughs> stay calm.
2: Oh, that's a brave boy. I would pee my fucking pants. <laughs> I, 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 Whatever he was holding in his hand,
0: if it was food, I would have thrown it behind me to like, you know what I mean? Right. To get, get it off my trail. I wouldn't be, it looked like he was holding a candy bar or something. I'd be like, get that out of your hand now.
2: You know, in movies, they climb, climb up, up trees when they uh, like get bear attacked and things like that. I, uh, I read uh, when that was a thing that that is one of the most stupid things you can do because the bear can actually just climb after you. What you should do is lay yourself on the ground and pretend you're, uh, you're dead and the bear will not care about you.
0: They say that, but that's, like, semi-accurate. It's like you have a better chance of surviving if you play dead, but that doesn't mean you actually wow. have... you. You doesn't mean 100% you're going to survive.
2: <laughs> yeah. You're not saying it's the hydrochlorosecine of uh, bear trapping? Bear attacks, yeah. hmm Well, Trum is uh, going to tell the truth. Was it... Too
3: much stress this is where Trump, Trump tells the truth some people want a reopening united states right now yeah united states president president golden shower will know reopening the country because he think it's going to be good for the economy a lot of people who earn a lot of money also think it's going to be good for the economy and they will let people die for it a lot of stupid people think that closing down the country wasn't only to have a hostile takeover and destroy their lives. Well, you're gonna get a bit surprised. You can reopen a country and people will die. Yeah, that's what science says. And no God, no Allah and no fucking bullshit spaghetti monster in the sky will save your ass. But it's one kind of thing you didn't think about. America earn a lot of money on tourism. Yeah, on tourism from other countries. A lot of the people from outside countries don't want to come there, and a lot of pe- countries don't want to let their citizens to go to United States, if they because if they go there, when they come back, they will put in quarantine. One thing also is going to happen, and that that's going to be even more fun. Americans will not be allowed to let in to a lot of other countries, so you're stuck with yourself, or or like Trump said, America first, because. We're going to think Europe first, Norway guaranteeing going to think Norway first. So you started uh, some bullshit that you can't stop. You cannot force people to travel to your country. That means you will lose a fucking lot of money. We only thing we asked you to do was wait a little. Yeah, it's hard to be in quarantine. It's hard for the economy. But a lot of people who have a lot of money, earned a lot of money on on this pandemic, and who's not willing to share anything. Again, the big oligarchs earning a hell of a lot of money, get a lot of money from the state, and you're getting nothing. Do you think they're going to give you more money if the economy is open? Do you think they're going to give you high wages? No, they want a tax cut for themselves and everything in their own pockets. Yeah. That is what's going to fucking happen. And they want more money in their pockets, and you're going to die for it. They're asking you to fucking die. Well, some people compare this to the war, the Second World War. Yeah, but I don't think any president at that time said, hey, die of the disease for the fucking economy. They said fight against fascism and Nazism to win over the enemy is a big fucking difference. You can go on and die as much as you want. Because there was not that much the kind of people asked for you. They would ask you, stay at fucking home and use a fucking mask. It was not fucking rocket science. They didn't say, go out and die in a battle. They asked you to wear a fucking mask and stay at home. Was that so much to ask? Is it possible to ask people to do something for their country anymore? not anything just not give them a friendly advice if i give you off when, when when michelle obama said we have to think about what we eat sarah palin stood in the corner in her campaign and handed out chocolate cookies yeah you cannot even fucking listen to science in the late 80s the, the song layer was in danger of risk because of gases we let out. Do you know how the, that ban for those gases came along? They come along from a demonstration that every Republican claims to love. Yeah, Ronald Reagan and Bush. Bush, the first one, the normal one, not the whiny little bitch. Those people stopped letting out free on gases. They did something for the country based on science. But we cannot do anything based on science and sacrifice for a good cause anymore. I don't give a fuck about the United States. But I give a fuck about the people in the con- United States. It was normal. Can you just please show t- t- some responsibility for your neighbor? This was Tron with Tron Tells the Truth. Have a fucking nice day.
2: Thank you, Tron, for telling me the truth. Do you have anything intelligent to say about this? Uh, I just thought
0: it, I thought it was... Weird that he called Bush the normal one. Uh,
1: <laughs> yes,
0: the normal. Let's one. not normalize <laughs> Bush the warmonger. Let's not warma- normalize the war criminal. Everybody.
2: <laughs> I don't think I don't think Bush was normal in any sense of the word normal. Uh, we have an email address. It's you should really write to this email address at gmail.com. That would be funny to to have that as an email address. Uh, It's another digital citizen at gmail.com, at least. That's another digital citizen at gmail.com. I'm sure someone is taking that. That, That's what I was Uh, thinking.
0: I was like, I wouldn't, I'm not even going to check because I know somebody already has that.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We are on Twitter at podcastadc. At podcast a d c, we are a member of Pod All the Time Network. Is uh, what is uh, the Pod All the Time Network for, uh, Luke? Uh,
0: pod All the Time Podcast Network is a network of podcasts helping podcasts. Uh, that's at Pod All the Time PN. There's a whole bunch of other podcasts. I guess ten other podcasts right now. Uh, it all changes up a little bit. People leave. People at get added. One person that got added recently, a brand new podcast that you can check out, The Heart Talk. Uh, We are not a marriage podcast. We are a podcast ran by married people uh, that's at The Heart Talkers. So it's a podcast about, you know, uh, marriage, I'm assuming. But it's not a marriage podcast.
2: Mm. Maybe it's about relationships and things like that. Right. Uh, We also have a Facebook podcast. Uh, That's another digital citizen on Facebook If you have anything you want to comment on You comment on the show that you're listening to And we will read it the next week If sending an email is too much We don't have anything interesting But we will talk TV news Because uh, Laura Lachlan pleads guilty We got her (laughs)
0: <laughs> we got her the meme yeah. happens right here uh, US actress yeah. Lori Laughlin of sitcom Full House and her husband have pleaded guilty to college admissions scam charges they are among 50 people charged in the alleged criminal enterprise to get their children into top US schools uh, yeah obviously you know uh, Full House is the reason we're covering this in the TV round but her daughter was also a YouTuber right
2: yeah uh, her name was something something. I didn't follow her on
0: YouTube. No, I don't Jade. Think she, Jade. Right. She didn't have all that many followers. Not uh, you know. But uh, another person charged. Uh, Desperate Housewives actress Felicity Hoffman was also charged and pled guilty. Uh, within one month. So, uh, these uh, these two, the Laughlin's, I guess, were the two that were actually trying to fight it, saying that they didn't do what they did most of the people who got
2: charged with this were just like yeah we did it (laughs) (laughs) oops i did it again yes uh so tv what have you seen this week luke where should we start uh
0: something you recommended to me last week uh the great on hulu season one i watched a few episodes of this um I was pleasantly surprised. I was. I mean, this is not my kind of show. I do not like uh, medieval time period uh, anything really. I'm not like generally anything right. with that kind of, unless it's a comedy, which this did have some comedic elements that I th- <laughs> th- thought were somewhat funny. Um, but it also has a very interesting story. The really the thing that got me through the episodes I did watch was the acting, because the acting is amazing in this.
2: Oh, it's so good.
0: Uh, mo- most likely somebody else is going to enjoy this more than me, but I just have a bias against anything that's based in medieval times, generally. Uh, oh, right. I don't even like the part in Bill and Ted's. The part I like the least is the medieval part. Um, right. Overall, I'd give it a 7, though. I mean, I can't deny that it is a very good quality television program. I mean, it is funny. Come on. It is pretty funny. That's what I said, yeah. It's, it's got comedic funny. elements. Yeah. Very, you know, uh, yeah. funny but in a very dark way as well. Because it's oh, like, yeah. oh, you yeah. feel bad for her the whole time, but sometimes that's <laughs> yes. the sometimes that's the joke. Right. You're right.
2: Yeah, so I've seen Jeffrey Epstein, Filthy Rich. Uh, I saw it, uh, I binged it before this podcast because I knew that we were doing this podcast and you'd I have of course not had the opportunity to see it, it wasn't out it came out while I was
0: sleeping. yeah
2: <laughs> yes <laughs> so uh, in in Norway it has been out all day. Uh, I've seen all four episodes of this. Um, I I don't think it's super new information. I think it's more for, for people I think it's more for people that didn't follow the scandal. To be honest, it's not bad. It's just like I I knew all all the information that has been pushed, right. uh, but the interviews are very strong, and I recommend the uh, I recommend it for everybody else. I just think that uh, you and me have been uh, especially dived into this right. uh, Jeffrey Epstein thing, so it's like. It's kind of like reputation for us. But that doesn't mean it's a bad documentary. I, I, I have to be tr- kind of biased, uh, not trying to be biased, sorry. So I have to give it a 7.5. Even right. though I, I, I didn't find it super interesting. I, I liked it. And, uh, so
0: I think the most important or most interesting thing that I'm looking forward to in it, is is the interviews. I think that is the right. most important part. I mean, that's what the whole thing's built off of, is having the interviews with the women. I don't think necessarily that the backstory, the stuff that pretty much everybody knows at this point, is the most important part of it, but I, I, I'll, I'll watch it this week for sure. Uh, something... Uh, and, yeah.
2: I, and I mean, yeah, sorry, just two sentences. Uh, the, the, what the media has written about, like Bill Clinton, is kind of interesting. You've seen this maybe, Uh, especially on Republican sites, they've pushed this agenda that uh, in this documentary they say that he was on the pedo island, but they don't seem to mention that nobody saw him with anybody and anything uh, bad happened and there's no allegations just pushing that he was there. So was many other leaders. Uh, yeah. doesn't make it any better,
0: I guess. Um, no, no. I saw a Netflix show. I think you saw this a couple weeks ago because it came out of a little bit ago. The Outer Banks, bro? Yeah. hmm Yeah. Uh, this is about some kids who find a surfing. Uh, a kind of. Yeah, it's kind of about surfing, but it's more about these kids. These kids who are kind of the outcasts. Uh, The poor kid's in a very rich town and they find, uh, after a storm, uh, they find a sunken boat uh, and it turns into this mystery of, like, whose sunken boat this is and then it it gets into this whole uh, mystery of what happened to this boat, basically. And and the person who was on the boat gets killed. Uh, It's not a great show because the acting is really bad. I thought the storyline had potential. Mm. If it was directed uh, by somebody different and acted and probably filmed by a different (laughs) cameraman as well, this would have been a good show, right? Right. If it had completely different actors, a different cameraman, a different director, (laughs) and the producers were different, this would be a great show. (laughs)
2: If you change everything about the show other than the show itself, it would be good. Right. So I gave it a (laughs) 3.5. It wasn't the worst
0: thing I saw this week, to be honest. So that might have saved it.
2: Uh, I saw Defending the Guilty. Uh, This is a BBC show on uh, six episodes. I (sighs) really like this. Uh, I like, like Jury and and uh, judges show that is maybe my favorite thing to to watch uh so i really enjoy this uh i think it is one of their better like very pretty pretty pr- uh oh i'm a young uh, lawyer that needs to come up and 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 going i work for judges i work for the bad side I, I oh i have a conscience oh i kiss the girl when i have a girlfriend kind of storyline uh so i give it an eight out of ten uh something you saw last week i believe
0: um and i wanted to watch it because you said it, it was terrible sweet magnolias uh oh, Jesus, i think this was also daughter. on netflix right yeah yeah um this show, last week I was, I was like, oh, so what is it about exactly? And you, you go, uh, don't make me explain it. And now I understand why, because I honestly have no idea what this show is about. It's about three women who drink wine and go to church. Right? <laughs> one of them is a preacher, one of them's a mother, one of them's a baker. Right? Mm-hmm. The baker, the clockmaker, and the in the candlestick baker, right? That's <laughs> something
2: like that. Yeah. Because like the reason why I said, please does not make it make me explain it to you. It, it, it is because there is really no plot. It's just like,
0: I don't, it, it, there's kind of a plot in that there's three different people and there's three different storylines about each of their f- lives or whatever. And then in the show, they right. get together to drink wine and talk about what's going on in their lives so it's a very, you know, this show is not for us, but the acting's horrible, there are serious audio errors where they changed out people's voices for other voices uh the the storyline makes absolutely no sense, and like you said, there really is no point to the show I gave it a 1 still, not the worst thing I saw this
2: week wow And really, really looking forward to what the worst they use on this week was. Uh, what else did I watch? Oh, um, I saw Dynamo uh, Beyond Believe. So Dynamo is a very famous uh, British uh, magician. He was the one that walked on the Thames, if you remember that, oh, uh, some years ago, 2006-2004. Uh, no, I don't remember that. Hmm. Okay, okay. But anyway, he got uh, very, 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 very sick. So this is a documentary and a magic show. show. So it combines two of my favorite things. Uh, this is three episodes. Uh, and uh, it is about this guy's yeah, uh, sickness and the animation. There's some very good animation in the show. Uh, that shows like he, his, his uh, struggles with pain and how he has used pain to make new magic tricks and things like that. So, I am actually going to give this a 9.5. I cried and I laughed, and it was just amazing. A dynamo beyond belief, huh? Okay, three episodes.
0: Yeah, uh, I saw a Mexican TV show uh, called Control Z on Netflix? Yeah. I also saw this. Uh, yeah. Uh, what do you think? I guess.
2: I I, I caramba. <laughs> what does that mean? Ay caramba, this is not good. <laughs> uh, I I
0: didn't think it was ter I didn't think it was the worst thing I saw. I didn't think it was great either. Uh this is Veronica Mars, the Mexican version. Yes. It is the same show as Veronica Mars. Am I wrong?
2: No, you're 110% correct. But but the problem is the acting in this is, is more, more stiff than the, uh, Veronica Mars. At least oh, they're... Yeah. they're there are some good actors in Veronica Mars. The acting in this is just terrible, and and to be honest, I listened to the dubbed version. I did not listen to the Mexican version.
0: I watched one and... episode
2: with the
0: dub. The second episode I watched with the dub. The first episode I watched without the dub. And okay, I will say, did it make any difference? Yeah the the dub is a very bad dub.
2: I'll say that. Okay, okay, because uh, I was just going to say that the dub seemed like it's out of sync and very bad all this fucking time.
0: Yeah, it is. I I would 100%. Like, you probably enjoy it more without the dub, but not much more okay. because I still gave it a 4. Yeah, I gave it a 4 as well. <laughs> I mean, like I said, it's it wasn't as bad as Sweet Magnolia,
2: uh, so... No. Yeah. It was. It, it wasn't. Uh, I saw Mrs. Fletcher. Uh, this is from... Uh, Prime, I think Prime videos. Yes, uh, have you heard about this show? No, uh, me neither. Uh, uh this is one of those <laughs> shows again where someone else uh, than me and wants to see it, and because I'm a nice guy, mm-hmm. uh, this is uh, yes, so this is an American comedy mini-serie. And it's based on, on uh, uh, it's from HBO, sorry. But uh, it's based on a book, and it uh, has a very good actress in it, uh, uh, Catherine Hine. I like oh, that. okay. Uh, uh, she's very good in it. I didn't super enjoy it, but I thought it was much better than I was... Thinking it would be, and it's it's very uh, based on on Catherine Haynes uh, acting in this, and I think uh, I think uh, I was surprised by how funny I thought it was. So this is actually getting a six point five, almost a seven.
0: Okay, is it a comedy?
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, I just don't think of her as a comedy actress, but that's fine. Uh, Me neither. Right. Uh, Uh, trailer park boys, animated series season two, on Netflix. Mm Hmm. Uh, the best thing I saw this week, probably. I gave this a ten out of ten. I mean, this was even better than last season, and I really like last season. This season, I think they went up. Uh, up and above uh, what they did with this show before, so
2: I was super happy with it. What do you think? I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. I I just know it's out. Uh, it's on my list. Uh, America's Got Talent is back. Uh, first episode. Uh, one new judge. Uh, uh, the girl, uh, the the Latino girl from uh, family guy uh, yes that's married with uh, ed bundy sure ted bundy ted Bu- ed bundy
0: ed oh ed not ted bundy like the killer no ed bundy no ed
2: bundy like married with children uh yes uh, what is her name uh, yeah you know who i i mean the mom from uh, Married with Children, sure. Right.
0: Uh, oh, are you going to give it a score?
2: Uh, uh, no. Okay. Uh, it's American. I mean, it's American Got Talent. It's, if you've seen one of the shows, you've seen all of them. Sure. I think it's totally okay. I mean, for me, I like that kind of entertainment. So if I had to score it, I would give it a seven. But I mean...
0: That's fine. Uh, I mean, I would okay. just compare it to other seasons of America's Got Talent. That's what, what I would score it off of. But uh, I know oh, yeah. there's one uh-huh. other thing that we both saw, hopefully. So I'm going to leave that for last and go with this other thing I saw. A reality show from Fox, Fro, mm-hmm. that you need to see called Labor mm-hmm. of Love. Labor of Love. Okay. All right. Brand new Fox show. There's this one episode out. It's a it's like The Bachelor, right? Or The Bachelorette, I guess. So there's one woman and there's 15 guys, right? Okay. Uh, but instead of judging the men off of like, oh, their attractiveness or how charming they are or how funny they are, it's all about that this lady wants to get pregnant and she wants to get pregnant now, hence the name Labor of Love. <laughs> so the first thing they do in the whole show is they take the 15 guys and get their sperm tested to see who has the highest sperm count. So that guy is the one that win, wins the first wow. contest, right? So the whole point of this reality show is to find a, a guy to get this woman pregnant. Okay? This this show is also starring one wow. former WWE superstar, Matt Matthew Stryker. Yay, Matt Stryker. <laughs> I was so incredible. I was like, oh my gosh, Matt Stryker is on this reality show trying to get a woman pregnant. This is one of the craziest things. I, I worked with Matt Stryker in the past. He's a perfectly nice guy. Uh, I just think it's hilarious that it, he's on this show. Um, it, this show also has incredible, incredible parts where they just cut the voice out completely and dub in what they want the question or the person to say. And it's so incredibly obvious and terrible uh, replacement of audio that this show is getting a solid zero from. Wow. This has got to be one of the worst shows of this year or possibly that I've ever seen in my entire life. I mean, the (laughs) simple fact that it's a reality show based around uh, a woman Picking a man to get her pregnant based off of a reality show. Uh, think about how gross that is. She's going to have a kid based off of uh, what a
2: reality show picks. Right? That's it. <laughs> uh, I am downloading it as we speak. Oh, uh, that is something I really not need to know. So, uh, Homecoming Season 2 is Outlook. Uh, I didn't know there would be a season two of this. I loved the first season of Homecoming.
1: Yeah, uh,
0: I, I've seen the commercial. I've never seen. I didn't see. I don't think I saw the first one. Did I? I don't remember. No,
2: you don't. You didn't. Okay. Uh, I I I think that's one of the most like perfect shows because it's like, uh, but uh, the podcast is better. But this is. Weird because it doesn't have uh, it doesn't have uh, Julia Roberts in it. Okay. Yeah, uh, it has it has uh, that singer that I a- always forget uh, her name is. Uh, but uh, yeah, um, this felt very unnecessary. But it isn't bad. I mean, it, it is. Uh, very like critically acclaimed this first season, uh, and the tomato meter is around five point five for the second season. Uh, and I I think I think if it wasn't for that the first season is so good, I would give this a better score, but because I think, the, I think the first season is, uh, nine and a half, maybe 10, uh, the first season. Uh, it's Janelle Monáe, by the way, that is the main actor in, in the second season. Never heard of it. it's just like, uh, yeah, it just feels very unnecessary. And, and, this second season just can't get away from the shadows of its first season. I mean you you, 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 you could you could have followed the plot from uh, season two season one I mean, and it's kind of like following the plot and the ending is kind of cool, but I give this a very, very weak five. Oh, okay. I mean time. that's around
0: yeah. the tomato meter, so that's you know, that makes yeah. sense. Uh, yeah, I never saw the first season of this. Maybe I try to check it out check out the first season at some point. You know, put it on my list for season's... things in the future.
2: Yeah, the first season is really good. I mean I mean my dad loved the first season. The second season is just like <laughs>
0: Okay, uh an ABC show, Holy Moly 2. Uh, uh, what? This is a mini golf show. Mix- it's like mini golf mixed with a wipeout
2: type show, right? Yes, yes. It's wipeout with mini golf. Right. That is simply what it is.
0: And last season they had certain holes, and this season they changed up the mini golf holes. There's like one of them that's kind of the same in this episode, but they changed it slightly yeah. to make it harder. Yep. There's another one that used to, the last season was the very final hole on every single episode. This time it was just like a mid mid range hole, which I thought was kind of yep. cool. Um, mm-hmm. One of the things I complained about last year was that they would cut around to too many people and that we didn't get yep. enough of the, like seeing every single shot on a hole. they would like show you highlights of what happened this season, at right. least for this episode, they showed every single step of the way. They didn't skip any of the yep. game, which that was my biggest problem last season. So I, this season yep. was a hundred percent better. I don't know. What do you think? Now, this is so much
2: better than the first season. And the first season I was love, good. I I love the first season. Uh, I think the uh, Holy Moly is underrated. To to be to be on uh, totally honest, but but yeah. It is like you said. Uh, the thing with with show, showing things, it it, uh, it when you do it as good as they did in this, I, I can't really uh, say anything else than than that it, it was extremely fun. Uh, one of the better uh, uh, things that I, I I saw an upgrade of, Like you. Talking about, like, season one of uh, Home... Uh, uh, fuck, I totally uh, forgot what its name. Uh, but but talking about the second season actually being better than the first season. At least this first episode.
0: Right, well, I think they figured out some of the problems with last season with the editing. That was the biggest problem, was the editing last right. season. Uh, this season had Steph Curry in it again, except instead of having him live they had him uh,
2: animated <laughs> which i think is yeah, kind of funny I, I also like that and do you think that's because they couldn't afford him there or maybe it
0: has to do with the coronavirus stuff i'm not really like they couldn't they yeah. could only get him in stu- like in the audio studio they couldn't get him to physically be there i d- yeah i really don't know i mean obviously this was filmed before everything happened i'm assuming uh, but maybe right. then the Steph Curry stuff they added afterwards. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, maybe we, I can find something on that this week. Uh, the other person they had in it was John Lovitz at one point playing mm-hmm. a pirate, mm-hmm. which I thought was funny. And the coolest hole probably was the dragon one where they they have to mini golf, except they're literally on fire while they're mini golfing. <laughs> Like, they light the person on fire, and then they have to go shoot a round of mini-golf. <laughs> we, we, we're not joking. No, not even joking. It's not even an exaggeration whatsoever.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I gave this first episode an uh, eight and a half. Okay, yeah. I really love it. Yeah. I gave this a nine. Yeah. It is so funny. It is so funny. It's so underrated. Go and see it. <laughs> But uh, let's talk about something that I did not enjoy this week, because holy moly, uh, see what I did there? Uh, It was not good. Uh, Let's talk about Upload Look. What is this episode about? Uh, Episode 4, titled Sex Suit. Uh,
0: Nora thinks she may have misjudged Nathan. Nathan and his girlfriend, Ingrid, are interviewed about the challenges of romance between a living person and a dead person in the upload.
2: Yeah, this is a soft-corn soft, uh, soft corn porn, uh, episode. Also, it's extremely cringe. Uh,
0: the second half of it was. So the first half was kind of interesting, right? Because what right. happened in the first half? I'm trying to remember.
2: Um, I, wasn't that when they found out... More about his accident, or was that the cliffhanger? No, that was the cliffhanger.
0: When they see the video, right. uh, the one lady f- sees the video I- of a supermarket. So the end of this, we see a video at the supermarket that the guy was at before he died, like right before he died. Yeah. And we see a, uh, Ingrid, his girlfriend, doing something to his car. So that's kind of our finale. Yeah. Um, Yeah, there was something interesting at the beginning of this, but I can't even remember it at this point. I do remember that uh, there was one thing you've you've been complaining about, which is the VR glasses this woman is wearing. Right. Yes. So the first episode, she had actual VR goggles on, and then partway through it, all of a sudden she's wearing these AR-type glasses. And what I realized is... They did it the first episode, and they did it correctly. And then somebody, did. it was probably a pilot, and somebody, when they made the second episode, went, we can't see the woman's eyes while she's acting. Uh, These goggles don't work, right? And so we have to have a way for you to see her eyes while she's acting, but we still needed her to be somehow doing VR. So they used AR glasses to make it To like, so you could see her eyes still, but she's in VR. It doesn't work, but I understand now why they did it. If that makes sense.
2: Yeah, no, it's it's just like I don't, I don't enjoy this episode. This was oh, go ahead, sorry. No, this was
0: so hard to watch. The second half was bad. The first half was the half where we found out about the people who don't have enough money to stay in the Upload, remember? Oh,
2: yeah. Yes. But that was also depressing.
0: But it's super interesting as far as, like, how this virtual reality in the future works. So, like, right. in the beginning of this episode, they go to the basement of, of Upload, and there's these people who don't have enough credits to, like, live in the Upload because his, his girlfriend is super rich, so he has all the money he needs to be... Out playing golf in the upload uh, but you go into the basement of the upload and there's these people who like they can only read ha- like part of a book because that's the free uh it li- like when you go to Amazon and they have the free preview that it's like that in the upload right. except everything is like that
2: right uh, especially uh, there was this kid that was very sad oh. that couldn't read Harry Potter.
0: Because he could only read the first few pages. And so the guy goes, oh yeah, I love magic. And the kid goes, there's magic in Harry Potter? That was kind of <laughs> yeah. funny. And then the guy who, he couldn't afford to have a dick. So he made one out of cardboard boxes.
2: Yeah. That was kind of funny.
0: <laughs> so but, the um, first half of that's... this, I think, was good. The second half was awful. I don't know, Would you what, yeah. score-wise, what would you give it? Uh, 3.5. I'm going to go four. Yeah. This was definitely the worst episode yet. And also simultaneously had some very good parts in it. So I don't know. Yeah. This is so middle of the road. The show is so like, it wants to be good, but it's trying to be bad at the same time. Like it, like you said, a couple of shows ago, uh, it just doesn't know what it wants to be.
2: It has so much potential.
0: That's the problem. I just think it's trying to appeal to too many people. It's trying to like appeal to this broad group of people. So you could watch it like you and your girlfriend or you and your wife could watch it together and you'd both there would be things about it. You would both enjoy, but that what happens is then there's parts of it that neither of
2: you also enjoy. Right. (laughs) So yeah, this makes me a little scared of space force that's coming on Friday, by the way. Um, Uh, with uh, uh, Corel because that's made by the same guy that made Upload. So
0: yeah, who knows? It, it could be completely. Di- I'm assuming it's going to be completely different, but yeah, this if that's true, this is not a a good sign. But no,
1: we're only we part way it.
0: through this show. Who knows? We could end up loving this show by the end. I doubt it, but it's possible. <laughs>
2: Are you saying it's going to be a, a, a changing show like a, a Messiah? <laughs> all, all of a sudden, Messiah decides to be good. Right, yeah. After a terrible first episode. yeah. It's possible, yeah. It isn't. But, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you say so. But, yeah, no. Uh, hey, look. I wish I could time travel. How about you? Uh, yeah I, I it
0: depends on what kind of time travel you're talking about because there's different versions of time travel, but any version of time travel I would be into as long as I didn't screw up some time continuum or something like that yeah
2: because we are going to call to talk about the coronavisor. What is the coronavisor It's chronovisor
0: no, not Coronavisor Sorry it's not Coronavisor. You're making it sound like the disease. It sounds like disease. No, there's a... it. Corona would be C-O-R. This is C-R-O. So, chrono instead of corona, right? Ah, corono...
2: Coronavisor, then. Chrono, corona. Yeah, there you go. chronovisor, right. Yeah. What is the visor?
0: Uh, It was allegedly a functional time... Viewer described by Father Francisco Brun in his 2002 book Le Nové Mysterie de Vatican, uh, The Vatican's New Mystery. Brun is is the author of several books on the paranormal and religion.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no, this is interesting. I mean, we... uh, we when we started looking into this, I was like thinking, oh, this is going to be somewhat interesting. But it is very interesting. Where should we go first?
1: Uh, let's do a
0: little background, I guess. Well, let's start, actually. What did you know about this before we started doing investigation into it this week, I guess? Nothing. Had you heard of it before that, this week? No. Oh, okay. No. I had heard of it, uh, and I had kind of understood what it was. Uh, when it, when I just said a functional time viewer, uh, so not right. necessarily what, what you think of as a time machine, more of as like the show Devs. Literally, the show Devs, I think, was based right. off of this whole concept. Yes. Because I in the show Devs, agree. there's the part where they go back with the machine and they actually see Jesus on the cross, right? Right. right, yes. So th- I think that this concept is literally where they got the idea for devs, but let's do some background into the chronovisor. Spoilers for devs, by the way. Uh, not really. <laughs> that doesn't mm. really spoil anything about that show. Uh, I don't even know if you could spoil that show. It'd be really ho- You'd have to do, like, a <laughs> ten-minute monologue to spoil that show. Uh... <laughs> In the early 1960s, uh, Ernetti began studying the writings of Francis Brun, himself a Catholic priest and author. Uh, Ernetti allegedly ended up helping Brun construct a machine as its members of a team which included 12 world-famous scientists. He identified two of these scientists as Enrico Fermi and Warner von Braun. We know from NASA and the Nazis, Werner von Braun. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, the chronovisor was described as a large cabinet with a cathode tube for viewing and receiving events and a series of buttons, levers, and other controls for selecting the time and location to be viewed it could also locate and track specific individuals according to its inventor Uh, it worked by receiving, decoding and reproducing electromagnetic radiation left behind from past events, it could pick up the audio component or sound waves emitted by these
2: same same events as well. And actually, lacking hard evidence for these claims, he said he had observed, among other historical events, Christ's crucifixion, talking about that, uh, photograph it uh, as well. A copy of this image, Aronetti said, appeared in the 2nd of May uh, issue of La Domina del uh, Italian Weekly News Magazine, a near-identical image photograph, however, of wood carving by the sculpture Lorenzo Calcato Valtatera turned up uh, succeeding in casting doubt upon Ernest's statement.
0: Uh, using this chronovisor, Ernetti said he had witnessed, among other scenes, uh, a performance in Rome in 169 BC of the lost tragedy Theonetus, uh, a father of Latin poet Quintus Ennius, uh, Dr. Catherine Eldridge of Princeton University, the author of of an English rendition of the text, which is included as an appendix for U.S. printing of uh, Peter Kraus's book on the chronovisor, Elder believes that Ernetti actually wrote this supposed play himself. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, that's kind of uh, some of the conspiracy theories, or some of the idea behind this. Uh, the alleged, li- alleged existence of the chronovisor has fueled a series of other conspiracy theories theories such as that the device was seized and is actually still being used by the Vatican or by those who secretly control governments and their economies around the world yeah so let's go to conspiracy fandom about coronavirus
2: yes because conspiracy fandom is actually a very good uh, website if you like uh, conspiracy theories you should go there
0: it says here, uh, Andrew Basigio claims that DARPA, oh, uh, you know what DARPA is, like uh, the yes. techno- technology arm of uh, the U.S. government, ha- has vastly improved chronovisor technology since its invention. Uh, if Warner von Braun was advised to uh, was advised of the chronovisor, it probably wasn't until around 1954. Likely, by 1959, the chronovisor was then absorbed by the DARPA program, which radically improved it in upcoming decades. Andrew Basigio, a former participant in a Project Pegasus program, uh, has described its 40-year evolution.
2: Hmm. I think it's interesting that archaeologist Jonathan Gray, author of Dead Man's Secret, highlights ancient records that uh, describe a type of screen projector used in temple rituals. The projector moved on wheels to give projected image movement, according to Gray's interpretation of the records. Uh, uh, it sounded like uh, an ancient protector uh, during temple rituals while following images movements, yes, as uh, the produce as uh, emotional effect. Grace's description of this ancient device is comparable to Bernino's description of the uh, visor in its semi-original form. So that's interesting. Uh, yeah, uh, it it too uh,
0: Gray's ancient device. It's it too projected images on a display screen. So this is another example of somebody else describing a device that's very very similar to this one. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm gonna read a little bit a little bit on this other article. There's an article called the Chronovisor, the Vatican's mystery time travel device. Um, It says here, with a little digging, researchers will find the first mentions mentions of the chronovisor in a 1972 article published in an Italian magazine entitled, A Machine That Photographs the Past Has Finally Been Invented. Uh, Belonging to the Vatican, the chronovisor time machine is heralded as one of the papacy's best-kept secrets. The device is said to be replete with three uh, precious alloys, cathodes, dials, levers, and that it has the ability to display a myriad of historic events in biblical and Roman history, acting as a sort of television. The Coronavirus has supposedly verified the existence of Jesus Christ and has broadcast his crucifixion.
2: Yeah, because uh, if we look uh, a little down on the same article, we can actually see. The Chronovisor's alleged photo of Jesus,
0: Uh, with the picture of a statue in South America that looks almost identical. I mean, uh, the picture. One picture is kind of at a different angle than the other picture, so like you're seeing a different angle of it. Uh, One of the people who has defended this, this the Chronovisor, has said that um, the artist who did the statue was uh prophetic and so that that they just saw the past so well because they were a psychic of some type that they just copied it perfectly from what the real thing was and the real thing is in the chronovisor if that makes sense bro Mm. so the defense of this picture being the same is that somebody was a psychic or could see the past i guess um Excerpts from one other name. The rest of the Chronovisor's team uh, of inventors has remained anonymous. Uh, The famous or infamous Werner von Braun, the one-time Nazi SS member and eventual esteemed NASA rocket scientist, von Braun had also died by the time his name became publicly linked to this project. However, it is known that he had been working on the Third Reich's Nazi Bell during the final years of World War II. Uh, The chronovisor may have represented another link between the Nazis and the Vatican, who maintained close ties during the war. It therefore wouldn't be shocking if the chronovisor technology had been shared between these two entities.
1: Mm.
2: And maybe used as well. You know, maybe they were winning the war that way. Maybe they were went to the future to see how they could win the war. Right, and then we got
0: our hands on it, and that's how America became such a giant superpower after the war, is because we had the ability to see the future and the past. I mean, I guess that would be the idea, is that the coronavirus could also see the future, right? So Mm -hmm. um, let's say this is all is true, and that... uh, a guy who was working for NASA and the Nazis and also was working for the Vatican created the time, the thing you could see through time with the future and the past. Um, What are the implications of that Fro? And What do you think about that whole idea of if it was true? Let's just pretend.
2: If it was true. Yeah, no, it would bring out a very interesting thing because then they could try to change the future. Like, in that incredible uh, Nicolas Cage movie next. I don't remember that movie. Oh, yeah. It's a
0: uh, movie.
1: That's for sure.
0: Okay. I, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I might have seen it, but I really don't remember.
2: Um, oh, it's bad. All that much oh, it's bad. about it. That's because it's uh, one of the worst movies of Nicolas Cage, and that's saying a lot. Okay. But uh, but, uh, but uh, I'm, I'm kind of kidding. But 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 uh, it, it, I think I, I I find it interesting that uh, the whole thing is like uh, if they could look into the, the future, they could try to change it. Because uh, what if Trump had it? Ooh, maybe right. that's how, why why he's president now. He and and why.
0: Uh... The Simpsons was able to like literally copy his, uh, him coming down the escalator. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He was able to see the future before. Yeah, I'm. That would explain a lot. Uh, speaking of America, when we were talking about Andrew Bastaggio, I'm going over to the Project Astral.net article from. Andrew Bassagio, a well-known attorney and recent U.S. presidential candidate, added to the mystery behind the controversial statements uh, with some of of his own. Bassagio explains that in 1968, Project Pegasus launched, with information based on papers left uh, by Nikola Tesla in a New York hotel upon his death in 1943. The War Department, of course, seized Tesla's belongings and utilized them for the Defense Advanced Research Project Agency, also known as DARPA, fro. So this mm-hmm. guy Andrew Bassagio uh, claims DARPA took uh, papers from Nikola Tesla and used them to kind of help in uh, in this whole thing. So now we have Nikola Tesla as well as Werner von Braun somehow involved in this.
2: Yeah. Next, like make some superpower. Because Tesla has been behind a lot of things that we have covered. It says here, Nick, Nikola Tesla's missing papers were utilized in time travel
0: technology. Nikola Tesla's body was found 1943 in room 3327 at New York Hotel. Two days later, his files and blueprints were seized by the Office of Alien Property via an order from the FBI. This has spawned countless conspiracies about the true questions... ...that should be asked, did the technology exist, and if so, has it be- is it being used by our government? A uh, Freedom of Information Act was filed in 2016 and 2018, resulting in 200-plus pages of Tesla's material that was previously classified. The majority of Tesla's estate was willed to his nephew, who served as the minister of the Kingdom of Yugoslavia from 1944 to 1945... When he re- finally received the files and materials, uh, he launched the Nikola Tesla Museum in nineteen forty 1952. Okay, uh, Tesla's mystique has portrayed in mainstream media, creating a tale of mysticism and science. Uh, no documentation exists that proves Tesla built or had blueprints on a time machine. Two different stories, though, have circulated since his death, both consisting of time travel. The first one, of course, is the Philadelphia Experiment, which we've covered on the show, Fro. Mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm.
0: Which we covered that there was a chance that they used some of his ideas in that. And the other one is the chronovisor. Is that possibly he was one of the other unnamed, anonymous uh, top -hmm. scientists that was involved in inventing the chronovisor. Mm -hmm.
2: And maybe he was also... uh... This, But the Israeli person was involved with making the nuclear bomb. Who knows? It says here, given the
0: uncanny links between time travel projects initiated by the US government and Tesla's work, we can only assume that the Project Pegasus, uh, etc., are either the work of fiction or the force of some type of mysticism. So this mm. Project Pegasus, which... Uh, which Von Braun was involved in as well so there's they're connecting all these things without 100% information but they're saying there's a possibility that because Tesla was involved with all these things he could have had the information about the chronovisor and then the US government could have gotten that information from his papers they wouldn't have had to have been working with the Vatican if that makes sense Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, so it, uh, I think this is uh, one of those topics that the more we, at least the more I have looked into it, the uh, more plausible it, it uh, becomes. Because at the beginning of this week, I was like, no, no, no. But this Tesla connection also makes a, a lot of.
0: Uh, sense. Uh, yeah. Um, I guess l- let's kind of wrap this up. Uh, here's a good ending. Unfortunately for us, Ernetti never provided a detailed explanation as to how his oh. time travel device was fashioned, or how it even worked, except to mysteriously claim that it ran by possessing Uh, processing residual electromagnetic radiation left over by numerous former processes. Uh, Also unfortunate is that the chronovisor, if it ever did exist, could never be studied or replicated uh, because Ernetti claimed he had dismantled it to keep it out of the hands of evil. That said, many believe the chronovisor still exists, safely hidden away in the walls of the Vatican." So,
2: where does this land on your closest hair look? Uh,
0: I mean, this is pretty out there. I-, I do like the whole idea of it. I, I think my favorite right. part of the idea of this whole thing is that the Vatican may have one that they invented years and years ago that, e- that this guy says they destroyed. So, let's pretend that the Vatican one got destroyed. Then Tesla was involved in it, he had all these papers that were on it, and then DARPA picked up those papers and went and made their own. I think that is the story that's the most interesting part of this whole thing. Uh, Mm. Or that, you know, just the idea that the Vatican would want to see the past as well. Right. It makes me think, oh, why would they want to... They wanted to go back to prove Jesus existed, right? So that makes me go, well then... Did the Vatican not a hundred percent believe that Jesus existed? <laughs> right, makes you question that that they believed whether they believed it in the first place or not before they invented made-up time machine. Right. Overall, right. It's crazy, but not not super duper crazy. I give it a six point five.
2: Yeah, I give it a six. I I think it's. It's not super duper crazy. It's not Nazi uh, inside of the moon crazy. Uh, so, yeah, I think we land there. Alright, for another month, another bad movie.
0: 12 months of hell. What do you think?
2: I am so extremely happy that uh, you are not living near me because I would probably knock your teeth out if you <laughs> watch this fucking movie. This is atrocious. Let's talk a little about it. Uh, so, uh, this is about this... What's the name uh, of the movie? Let's start with that. <laughs> oh, Bratz, the movie. It's from 2007, and I have, I have a question for you. Have you ever seen a movie that feels like it was made in the 90s, like this movie? It is such a night movie, and I don't mean that in a good way by the way
0: and it's from two thousand and seven
2: right <laughs> oh yeah, yeah it it feels like it's made in ninety two ninety three somewhere and it's 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 p g and I have never sweared this much watching a movie in my entire life. Did, this had a budget of 20 million US dollars. <laughs> Where the fuck did I use this money? Uh, okay, so this has Janelle Parrish, Logan, Browning, Natalia, Ramos, and Chelsea Kane in it. You know all those people look. They have had a long and good career. And... and No? Well, Janelle
0: okay. Parrish, I know, I know she. I've seen her in things. I couldn't name one of them, but I've seen her in things. Besides this, obviously.
2: So this is the selling dolls show, um, or movie, because oh, clear. I yeah, I I did. I I've seen I've seen the uh, cartoon version of it. The cartoon version of it is My Little Pony, just with girls. Uh, I mean, it's totally plausible to watch. But this is not plausible to watch. Like, this is free on YouTube, by the way. Uh, and uh, it's it's one hour and 50 minutes. And I, I, I can't remember how long uh, this felt. It, it felt so extremely uh, long. And... I, I don't mind musicals, because it's kind of a musical, kind of. Uh, To a degree, yeah. Yes, and it's like Bratz is kind of (laughs) the shitty PG version of Mean Girls, uh, other than that you don't like anybody here, and you like some girls (laughs) in, in, in Mean Girls mood. Can you see what I mean, though? Uh, I assume yes. I haven't seen this movie in years,
0: but yeah, it is very me- Mean Girls ripoff, but with right. the
2: characters from the dolls. Right. Right. And it's not like it, it is very like it introduces you to this like fashion, uh, uh, fashion addicted people that you have absolutely no interest in like if I if I would give it a score I, I would give it a 2.5 or something maybe a two uh, but on on a on a hell scale from zero to ten I will give you an eight this was extremely extremely hard to say see I think what, what saved it was that it wasn't longer
0: oh okay I mean it was a standard length movie but
2: yeah. But it, it felt it it felt shorter than uh, than it was. So. Oh, okay. Well, I, it, did you
0: say the scores that's got on like IMDb and stuff like that?
2: Oh, uh 3 3 out of 10. 10% on Rotten Tomatoes. 2.1 on Metacritics, 18% of Google users are kids.
0: <laughs> right, or live in the 90s or something, right.
2: Right, yeah. Why was this made in 2007? That's the other question I have. Like, uh, did anybody care about Bratz in 2007? I think that's when Bratz were popular. Like the toys were really? popular.
0: Yes. When did you think Bratz, the toys, were popular? Nineties. <laughs> I don't think Bratz the toy were toys in the nineties. Really? Okay. <laughs> Maybe not. Was the cartoon from the nineties at least? I don't I want to see I mean the toys the uh, the dolls the cartoon was based off the dolls right I would assume
2: right yeah I would assume as well yeah
0: and it says here the 10-inch dolls were released in
2: 2001 so no wow wow yeah but uh oh, oh, you're picking some good ones there look
0: I remember that that even before we started podcasting last week I, I was like or two weeks ago when I told you about this movie I was like there's this one movie and I don't even want to give it to you because I feel bad giving you this movie <laughs> right
2: and that was it that this is it That's yeah the movie. yeah I I can understand it like uh, I, I think I think uh, the songs are a little too Hannah Montana for me to hate hate them so uh, I guess that's kind of what saved you, it from getting a 10 out of 10 on the real hard-to-watch scale. But I had to watch it in, in two different days. I was like, I can't watch this, uh, like, altogether. I had to, like, pause it. So that says something. Uh, hey, uh, Fortnite is going to have a movie screening. Uh, what is going on? A new trailer for
0: Christopher Nolan's T-Net premiered on oh in Fortnite and later this summer the entire movie from the Dark Knight, Dark Knight uh, director will play on the on the big screen of Fortnite's Party Royale mode, okay. Uh, okay? the Game Awards host Jeff Knightley revealed the news at the end of T-Net's trailer for for showing later tweeting uh, a tease of the iconic Nolan film coming to Fortnite. Okay, what does this mean? Yeah, so this
2: means that there will be a Nolan movie showing in, in Fortnite. We don't know wh- which one, but it will be a Nolan movie. Okay, I was assuming it,
0: it was going to be this T-Net, but I guess not? No, 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 no. Uh, I mean, uh, that that they are not crazy
2: enough to show that. How in, does in Fortnite.
0: Party Royale mode work in Fortnite? Do you have any idea? No, because guess what? I have never <laughs> played Fortnite. I'm my... just confused as to, like, if you're watching a movie in Fortnite, what happens if somebody shoots you? Right. Or is this, like, some mode in Fortnite where nobody dies, right? Like, if do you have to, I... like... Do you get killed and you have to come back into the game to continue watching the movie? And then do you miss part of the movie if you get shot? Right? right. I I don't understand. But maybe somebody who plays Fortnite can email us at anotherdigitalcitizen at gmail.com.
2: Uh, are you ready to see the trailer for our movie that came out this week? Sure. Let's watch Military Vibes. Okay, some military base. It's
1: my fifth tour.
0: I'm
2: I'm so I'm so surprised okay. it has something to do with military. Who would have thought it would have to do with military oh. wives possibly?
3: Let's come up with some exciting activities. Oh, it's British. To do while our service people are away, what about singing? singing
2: well, let's just get the strippers in <laughs> this singing club is
0: gonna be a lot of fun oh yeah the, i now yeah the, the, i think the people who made the full monty are the people who made this if you remember that so, film oh, yes i hey, do no, no go ahead um, uh, thanks it's got a very similar style as well my parents got divorced yeah it's like women instead of men basically <laughs> without
2: any music. Yeah. reading music makes things a bit stilted i'm not sure Mozart would agree with that one
1: two three
2: <laughs> <laughs> like the of a bunch of the kids guy kids
0: puts in on ear protection. protection. That's the pole good. Of
3: your arse is what the women need. Then you're more out of touch than I thought.
2: More troops are being deployed to Afghanistan.
3: I just feel sick all the time. Every time the phone rings. Every time the doorbell goes. You may not need the choir, Lisa, but those women do.
0: What? I don't understand. Oh, I see. Okay, I you. They're bathroom singers.
3: <laughs> Top brass heard you rehearsing, and you've been invited to sing at the Festival of Remembrance.
1: What? The big one, on TV. This is going to be a disaster.
2: This is a professional event. We cannot embarrass ourselves.
0: What are you doing? Checking my heart rate. Okay. Well, you don't let you choke on yourself. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like us, with loved ones at risk. And I want to do this for them.
1: If you're lost,
0: who do is you this do song you? by? Like, actual, not song. who's singing it. Like, time time. Is it R.E.M.?
2: No, 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 no. Time after time.
0: Yeah, I know the song, I just can't place the artist.
1: No, thank you. Time
2: after time, completely oblivious until it's happening. Time after time, oh, that is going to annoy me now. I know, I know the answer to that. Oh, okay. Anyway, anyway, it's, it's, uh, co- it's called time after time. I will it. oh, I will Google it. Oh, Cindy Loper. Oh, Cinderella for No of one, I,
0: I, I, knew, I knew it was 80s. I just couldn't, like, place right. it. No.
2: Okay. Yeah, no, not R.A.M., yes. Yes. So what is this Oscar-nominated movie all about, Luke? Following a group of women in England whose partners
0: are away serving in Afghanistan, faced with the men's absence, they form a choir and quit, quickly find themselves at the center of a media sensation and a global movement. Uh, 75% on Rotten Tomatoes, 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb, 54% on Metacritic, 80% of Google users liked it. Um, Decent scores, actually.
2: Yeah. I found uh, a bad review on uh, Google uh, by Gordon Melby that really means this because he's writing this in capital uh, letters. So, I guess I need to say it very, very loudly. <clears throat> Don't waste your money or your time. Stay at home. Uh, then we have a five star review here. That's a little uh, longer. Uh, just loved this movie. Very heartfelt story and the singing was awesome. The fact that this is a true story makes it even better. Rock on woman in choirs or singing clubs. Can't wait to get back to mind when social distancing is over. That was by Linda Newbeking. So yeah, this
0: this movie is available on Amazon prime. I think it's on Google play and YouTube. And I think it's, if you have a Hulu subscription, it's you can get it on there for free. Where you have to pay okay. for it for the other ones because it's a new movie, but I think on Hulu you can get right. it for free, I believe, uh, if you want to see this movie. Uh, speaking of that, Pat Strickland on the Facebook says uh, he posted underneath. So they posted the trailer, you know, on their Facebook page, right. and under and in the comments, Pat Strickland says, "Playing everywhere. Where is everywhere when the movie theaters are closed?" <laughs> That is a good point. (laughs) Uh, Connie Temple says, Not a feel-good movie, but it did make me cry. Aww. Uh, I guess it not a feel-good movie because it made her cry is what I'm thinking, right? But I think sometimes people, that's what a feel-good movie is to them. I don't know.
1: Oh,
0: yeah. Uh, But Tom English recommends this movie, saying, One of the best films I've ever watched, a film has never made me feel so many emotions. Everything about this movie is incredible, from the people behind the story, to the casting and direct it. I just loved, 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 loved it. Cool.
2: Uh, other movies coming out this week? Crickets, 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 crickets. Yeah. So, would you watch this movie? I'm not very interested.
0: Uh... Geez, you know, I'm not really interested, uh, but you know what we did? No. We skipped movie round. Oh, yeah. We totally did. But we can do it now. Yeah, we can. Who cares? I was like, you said other movies that came out, and I'm like, oh, we talked about one. Oh, we didn't talk about movies yet. Yeah, okay, so let's do the movie <laughs> yeah. round, because there is another movie that came out that I saw this week. Uh, The Lovebirds... On Netflix, yeah,
2: I also saw
0: this. Uh, okay, why don't you start? What did you think about it?
2: Uh, do you know what? This was a very surprisingly good movie. I'm not. I'm not going to say it's an awesome movie, but I, I think the actors in this save set. Uh, the, the movie itself is maybe maybe teen soup, but I I didn't mind this movie at all. I I, I thought it was. Very cute, very uh, charming. Uh, yeah, I I actually kind of like it. Uh, I would give it a seven.
0: So yeah, this is about uh, a couple and they're kind of at the end of their relationship. They're about to break up when, uh, or they do basically break up and then in yes. the car while they're breaking up uh, the guy accidentally hits a guy on a bicycle and <laughs> It turns into, well, a guy gets into the car, and he says he's a cop. They chase down the guy on the bicycle, and the guy who says he's a cop murders this guy, right? And so then they right. have to figure out, they kind of think they're being blamed for it because it was their car. Uh, and so it's an investigation by these this couple to figure out who murdered this guy, but at the same time clear their name and, you know, inevitably test their relationship. Uh... I had fun with it. I didn't think it was anything special. I give it a five point five. It's right above average. It's super average. Just like it's not terrible. It's not great.
2: Hmm. I liked it better than you, I guess. What,
0: what else did you give it? did you it?
2: It? watch this week? I gave it to seven. You're right. Okay. Uh,
0: what else did I see? Uh, have a good trip. An adventure in psychedelics. A documentary about mm, LSD and mushrooms. But it was. It starred. A whole bunch of celebrities. Uh, I
2: need to see this.
0: Yeah, talking about their kind of. Um, their experiences with psychedelics in their past, I guess. You know, just like mm. uh, different people, uh, different celebrities like Sting, uh, and, and yeah, just a bunch of different celebrities talking about their. Their past experiences, I guess, and that's pretty much it. I mean, it's not really a documentary in the sense that it's about a specific thing other than just people's experiences. So, overall, I gave it a 6.5. It's pretty good. Just almost kind of just... Uh, the reason I gave it a little better than, say, a 5 is because it isn't like a normal standard documentary. so.
2: Hmm. I saw uh, the rift track. Uh, the roof tracks version of Super Mario Brothers because I have actually just seen Super Mario Brothers once in my entire life and that uh, was uh, in the 90s or something like that. Uh, I have never seen it after that because I remember how awfully shit movie it was. Uh, but uh, yeah no, it doesn't hold up. Uh, many years later in 2020, um, it, it was fun to see it riff tracks so. though. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah.
0: I didn't think it held up when it originally came out. You thought it was a good movie no. back then? Okay,
2: <laughs> no, 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 no. I said I remember it was a shit movie. Oh, right, okay, I missed Yeah. That.
0: Sorry, I was looking up the what celebrities are in the Have a Good Trip uh, Netflix movie. Uh, ASAP Rocky, Anthony Bourdain, mm-hmm. which is interesting because he's of course dead now. Uh, mm-hmm. Ben Stiller, Bill Cruxman, Carrie Fisher, Carrie Fisher, who is interesting because of course she's dead now. Uh, David Cross, mm-hmm. Louis Black, uh, Donovan, Nick Kroll was very interesting. Nick Offerman, uh, Reggie Watts, Rob Corddry, Rosie Perez, Sarah Silverman. Like Sting, I said, and Will Forte, uh, along with a bunch of other celebrities. So it's interesting to see those kind of celebrities, especially people like Ben Stiller talk about drug use. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: <laughs> what other movie did you see this week?
0: Uh, Uncut Gems got added uh, somewhere. I think Netflix, oh, yeah. so I got finally got to see it. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't say... So Uh, I think I might have been a little spoiled, or not spoiled, but a little bit... um, People had said how great it was, so I went in with a little high expectations, uh, but it was still really, really good. The only part I don't like about it, the only part is that Kevin Garnett is not a good actor.
2: (laughs) Uh, Kevin Garnett is not a good actor because he's not an actor.
0: Right, I just think if it was me making this movie, I would have cast an actor to play a basketball player instead of getting a real basketball player, but
2: uh, what did you
0: give it? An eight. Yeah? Yeah, I go uh, I go higher maybe if they got rid of Kevin Garnett.
2: <laughs> Have you do you remember the nineteen ninety seven movie As good, good As It Gets? Yeah, I do. Uh, Jack Nicholson, Helen Hunt, and Craig Kinnear. Uh huh. Greg Kinnear. Uh, I really, really, really love this movie back then. Look, this is one of my favorite Jack Nicholson movies. Do oh, you really? think it holds up in 2020? <laughs> Geez, I'm going to say no.
0: I I don't I don't I remember not liking this movie, but I'm not a big Helen Hunt fan,
2: so. Oh, you are not a big Helen Hunt fan. No. But yeah, no. The gay propaganda jokes and things like that. It doesn't hold up, but uh, I I I still enjoyed it. Oh, okay. Uh I think mm. that was all the movies I saw this week. What about you? Me too. Yeah, me too. Okay. All the movies I've seen. Old movies. All, All right, movies. let's see some hey, plugs. Go to, yeah, go to audibletrial. dot slash another digital citizen. That's audibletrial. dot slash another digital citizen. Get one free book for a month. You can cancel it and keep the book. And we would really like if
0: you did that. Yeah, and go check out Pro's other podcast uh, that wrestling show.
2: Yeah. Where we go through a very, very, very disappointing AEW pay
0: per view. <laughs> I listened to some other podcasts and they were like had these glowing reviews. Like everything was super amazing. I mean, the last match was good, but the rest, of, like as a, the last match was good, the rest of the pay per view was very lackluster. But very. I do have to give them that. We're still just not used to having these pay-per-views without an audience. I feel like one or two of these matches would have been way better with
2: an actual audience. So. And without that fucking wheeled in the background.
0: Oh, that, right. But Remember last yeah. time we watched an AEW pay-per-view and um, there was a fan? Oh no, that was that the WWE pay-per-view. That was WWE, yeah. That was WrestleMania, right. They had the giant fan mm-hmm. in the background. That was distracting. And then this time is a giant... Uh, what What is it called? Uh, jackpot wheel. Uh, slot right. machine jackpot type wheel
2: in the background. Yeah. That changed all the fucking time. So, I thought maybe Keemstar versus HGH3 was last week. No. Nope. It yep. continues. <laughs> oh, it continues. Holy shit. On a cracker beller. Uh, it has gone from a semi decent back and forward to full out war now. Holy shit, this is not going to stop.
0: Uh yeah, I mean I think uh Keemstar is not helping himself in this situation. No. He's making himself he's digging a deeper and deeper hole, it seems like to me.
2: Yes, someone gave him a shovel, and he's like, "Oh, let's 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 do some digging, baby."
0: I've never been a fan of Keemstar, and I've been a, slightly a fan of H three, but sometimes I disagree with some of the stuff they talk about, or some of their right. what, some of their points, some of the, the reasons they believe what they believe, or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I take. One thing I don't like about them is that they call what they do a
2: podcast,
0: and I don't really think it's a podcast.
2: Um, it's not a podcast,
0: right? That's one big problem I have <laughs> with their whole concept. I like it. I like their videos on their you know H three H three Productions YouTube page right. more than their podcast stuff. Um, so as far as like me having a bias one way or another, I I would say I'm more biased towards H three. Uh, in any in in a scenario like this, but it, it seems everything that Keepstar is doing is making himself look more guilty than maybe he even is.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's like, he, he's, he's almost like he he's, he's trying to push his agenda and he said, agenda is kind of, I, I understand where he comes from. That that's, that's the sad thing, but, but, uh, and I, I understand some of his points as well. They are both bad Uh, people that are uh, has done shit things, and that's kind of his point. But the more he points to that, the more petty he looks. And that is the big problem.
0: Yeah, I mean, like I said, this isn't a new thing between these two guys. Like, it just started to get big, but uh, I don't think... I, I think this has been something that's been coming, so... We'll see where it goes from here. Uh, I know that uh, G Fuel got rid of their sponsorship with with him, which was a pretty big deal. And I think that is Mm -hmm. like, it was kind of going away. And then that happened and it brought up everything back up giant. And people talking about, oh, why are you attacking his sponsors? This or that. I don't really think that that was his intention was to attack his sponsorships or anything.
2: Uh yeah, uh anything else that you watched? Jeez. I want to talk about.
0: I can't think of anything on YouTube really. Uh I saw this article uh from the AP that I posted up just now. Uh yeah. which I thought was interesting. Eff- efforts underway to get food from US farms to the needy of uh, as food banks struggle to meet the n- soaring demands, uh some states are providing more money to help pay for food that might otherwise go to waste. The U.S. Agri- Agricultural Department is spending $3 billion to help get farm products to food banks instead of having them be destroyed. Uh, way to think of this like two months too late. <laughs> I feel like we talked about this like months and months ago. <laughs>
2: So did you hear about uh, Jimmy Fallon being? Uh, yeah,
0: what canceled? happened? I, sn- I saw he got canceled, but I don't even know why.
2: So uh, there was this uh, sketch that he did when he was at uh, uh, well. Uh, what is it called? Uh, the show. Uh, no, uh, when he was in uh Sunday night live. Saturday night live. Yes, Saturday night live. That they have uh digged up and and that is what they're trying to get him on. So the hashtag Jimmy Fallon uh is over, over party has been trending all last weekend. <laughs> I find it kind of funny.
0: Speaking of getting cancelled, so, uh Lana Del Rey uh, got canceled yes. this week as well. Uh, defending herself against accusations that her lyrics are anti-feminist. Mm-hmm. What do you think about this?
2: I uh, silly. I love Laura. I, I love her music. I really do.
0: Oh yeah, me too. I, I I've heard some great remixes of some of her stuff as well, like uh, different techno and rap remixes yeah. of like with her vocals that are super amazing. So, I, I, I think she's great. Uh, I've read into, like, why they're canceling her over anti-feminist. But It's like the lyrics of, of one of her... I guess she has new songs out. Uh, I guess they saw the, the lyrics as uh, offensive to women or anti-feminist.
1: Right.
2: I, I didn't really I... get it, though. No, me neither. And uh, I find it very funny or interesting, at least, that they are trying to to take a woman for this.
0: Well, I mean, I, uh, she's kind of seen as like a female icon, as, as far as like singing singing goes, especially in like as far as like uh, female vocalists, I guess. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, and so I think they're just attacking her because she's. She, She's at the height of that whole thing. Um, Yeah, anything
2: else? Uh, Amazon canceled uh, their Dark (laughs) Tower TV show this week. That hasn't been made yet. Oh, really? So, Fro is pissed because he wanted that very much. Yeah, okay. Uh, Let's see, what
0: else? Uh, Not much else. I guess the Richard Branson. Virgin rocket fail? Like they tried to shoot off a Virgin mobile rocket into space and it totally failed?
2: Oh, really? I didn't hear this.
0: Yeah, I, let's see. It was. It says uh, the booster was released from underneath the wing of one of the Jumbo Jet, one of his Virgin Jumbo Jets. The rocket ignited its second. Engine seconds later, but the anomaly meant the flight was terminated
2: early. So, yep, oh, cool. They're gonna try again, uh, I guess. And then Netflix have released their first uh, trailer, teaser trailer for uh, the German show uh, Dark, one of my favorite uh, shows of all time. And uh, this is going to be the last season, and it's going to premiere. June 27th. So not long to wait now for the yeah, last season.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to see this uh oh this documentary this Netflix documentary tonight of the um uh, whatever his name is
2: uh Jeffrey Epstein.
0: The Epstein thing. Yeah. How many episodes yeah. is it, bro? Four. Four. I would assume there's going to be around 3. So yeah. So are yeah. they like an hour each? Uh
2: uh yeah. Okay. Cool. By the way, Jimmy Fallon had a black face. That was why why uh, he's uh, going Is this to like be... a
0: Justin Trudeau situation where he was like, it was, uh, remember Justin Trudeau? He dressed up for Halloween.
2: No, it's an Indian SNL <laughs> sketch where, where he is... So uh, he was on the
0: show. So a makeup artist yes. at SNL put makeup on him. Yes, and he plays Chris Rock. So they can't well shouldn't they cancel SNL and not Jimmy Fallon then? Him? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Because SNL is the one that chose to do that sketch, right? That doesn't make like the Trudeau, Justin Trudeau, he dressed himself up like that, not a TV show. Sorry. So that makes more sense to me. This that doesn't make sense. I did, I knew it had gotten canceled. I just didn't
2: know it was for that. By the way, have you ever seen seen Netflix uh, Dark? Dark? The German show? Yeah.
0: Dark with a C? With a K. Mm, uh, no, I don't think so. I've seen Dark with a C. German. Oh.
2: Yeah, no, Dark with a K. Uh, that is the German show that I was talking about. You should really... You will love Dark. Okay, I'll write it down. Yeah. It's... Uh, there two firsts seasons are on Netflix, I think you will adore it. I mean, it's German, but I think I think you can get it dubbed on, on Netflix. So, I think that's everything. Yeah, I think uh, that's it. Next, uh, next week we will talk news of the week. We will do upload episode 5 because we're not going to stop now because... Why should we? We're uh, halfway through at this point.
0: I think it's the point of no return, yes. pretty much. Uh,
2: we will do another digital review of the Green Night. What is that about? You think is it a night where things were green? Uh, it's like the Green Mile, except only at nighttime. It's <laughs> just that night. Uh, and uh, what is the main topic we will do? The multiverse. The multiverse, yeah. That is going to be interesting. I love the multiverse thing. This was one of my favorite things since Spider-Man into the multiverse.
0: What I realized is we should have probably covered this before the topic we covered last week, the Kamal cosmological theory, because it, it definitely goes into... The, the, these The multiverse and Kamal cosmological theory are almost opposite ideas,
2: right? Yes, yes yes they are kind of yeah I, I totally agree yeah yeah, They're totally, <laughs> yeah They totally yeah they are the opposite but yeah the multiverse it, it is a very very fun topic and uh, I'm looking forward to that I'm not looking forward to the upload but hey some things you need to do for the podcast that isn't fun <laughs> like saying like saying goodbye to all you good people out there uh, from Norway my name is Fro from the US of A, my name is Luke. Goodbye everybody. Goodbye everybody. Goodbye, citizen.